You ready to smash some meat together until we produce a couple of genuine wrestle boys? Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. I'm Zach. I'm not sad anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just tired of this place. Yeah, no, I'm actually pretty sad. If this, this quarantine is, this would sucks. just end, I think we'd all be okay. Wow, that, that, that is, that's, that's real. <laughs> yeah, that'd be okay. Um, we are, uh, this is Matless Tuesdays, um, we're, we're Matless today, um, it's a sad day without Matt, so. Yeah, all the positivity, <laughs> the window. Yep. This is a negative cast. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you're listening to us on the Ease Drop Podcast Network, check out the other shows, ease-drop.com, jizz.biz if you're nasty, um. Yeah. Bit.ly slash suck your own. Get a book. Mm-hmm. Gives you a free audible trial. Mm-hmm. Get a free fucking audio book. And yep. It's going to be sick and you're going to learn stuff because what else are you going to do? You can't shake hands with Ben Franklin anymore because why? Rub that thing off. Oh, okay. Uh, there was a reason we weren't supposed to crank it during quarantine and I got scared. No, no, no. It's just that you've probably done it so much. Not you, but just the listener. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's okay. like the one thing you're allowed to touch is yourself, <laughs> so. <laughs> so you're just like, oh, I'm bored, and it's like, you know, seven at night. I just ate dinner. What else am I going to do? Yep. Uh, I uh, know a lot about touching myself. My name is John Cena. I'm alone a lot. <laughs> oh. Um, oh, John. Are you a dry guy? Hold on. So, Cena, are, are you a dry guy? Uh, I'm a I'm a John guy. <laughs> that is a joke. But um, lube, no lube. How does how does John punch the munchkin? Uh, well, I believe in safety and precaution, so I usually do it in the shower. Oh, okay. So water, okay. Adam's Ale, if you will. <laughs> Good old Adam's Ale. These are my yep, friends. Ad- I don't have any like thing over here that I can grab. I, got- <laughs> I can't find my. I can't find my Rusev. <laughs> well, I have the worst but most impressive one. Is that Brutus the Barber beefcake. Yep, it's an LJN Brutus the Barber beefcake that I got. Uh, for free with a Bob Seeger t-shirt I ordered off Etsy once. That is such that like, rocks. Everything about that is just really throwing me off. Yeah. I also got an Iron Cheek, but he's like behind some stuff. He's making Hulk Hogan humble somewhere. Mm-hmm. Good. So some uh, wrestling stuff happened, huh? Yeah, I'll stop playing with matching figures. <clears throat> oh, that's fine. Um, no, let's talk about some big news that happened today. Yeah. Kane? Allegedly, oh. Yeah, allegedly Kane Velasquez was released. Oh, yeah. 
saw that. I haven't seen I haven't seen anything like from WWE nor Kane Velasquez. Hmm. Yeah. But uh I just saw a bunch of thumbnails on the YouTubes. Yeah, exactly. I just saw like all the like the, the British like the British YouTubers. Dave Meltzer reported that Kane Velasquez has been released. I'm up at six AM to do this new show. <laughs> and they look most like of us are awful too. except for Tom from Cultaholic is actually seems like a good guy. And Simon. And yeah, Tom Simon. Jules from what culture actually, but he doesn't do new stuff. Yeah. I will say uh Simon's like the one that I always go back to. I'm like if it's a Simon video, I'll watch it. If it's mm-hmm. any of those other fucking losers, like, oh, I'm out. Yeah. I, I, I like Jules. I like Jules too, but he doesn't do as much wrestling stuff anymore, so. I don't even I don't even care if like the topic is like something I'd want to watch. I'm like, "Nope." Yeah, and that's because WWE sucks. Oh, and Pacini's still fine. Yeah, he hasn't ruined anything yet. Yeah, Pacini. Uh, I can't. Just, this, anyway, this, we'll just this is YouTube talk. I, I still am blown away that uh, freaking Adam Blampied or whatever is like fucking plumpy doing like weekly videos now. I know it still fucks me up. Like I don't even subscribe to Russell Talk. Well, they, but... they pop up. They still pop up, obviously, because I watch What Culture and Cultaholic stuff, so. Yeah, it's, I don't know how to feel about that. Uh, yeah. See, he was a creep, right? He was just, like, using his position to, like, try to get nudes and saying he was, like, in an open relationship when he wasn't. Oh, okay, one of those. Yeah, he was very similar to uh, Nick Robinson from Polygon. It happened about the same time. So that was just like all all the YouTube personalities I, I enjoyed at the time were just yeah, like I definitely enjoyed him at that time, yeah. Yeah, because he has a great mind for wrestling. Like mm-hmm. he booked WCPW back then and they were one of the best indies in the world. So Yeah, and so it's just it's one of those things where like, you know, it's been years and he could definitely have changed as a person. But mm-hmm. sometimes it's really hard to want to become a fan of somebody just because like like become a fan again mm-hmm. when somebody's kind of done something like that just because you're like always have that in the back of your mind but mm-hmm. sometimes second chances are warranted so i'm not gonna just say fuck them yeah it's more so just uh, i just have a weird like uh, i don't know yeah but anyway so, kane velasquez yeah allegedly released again haven't seen anything uh, um from like official well real quick is he do you know if he's related to uh christian pop superstar jackie velasquez no. Okay. Just wondering. But, you don't know, so it could it could be <laughs> it could be possible. I will say though, like it sucks because like everybody gave Kane a lot of shit because they're just like, oh, what's another MMA guy? But it's like the dude really did enjoy wrestling. And yeah. Especially like Lucha Libre and stuff. So only time will tell. He'll probably end up back doing like wrestling like for AAA or even AEW and stuff. So we'll see how everything plays out. Mm. Or, or if, even back in WWE. Yeah, once things clear up. Because I could see why you wouldn't want to pay a guy probably like three to five million dollars. Yeah, he had nothing. Yeah, yeah, he had to have had a giant contract. Oh yeah, and so they're probably like, "Yo, man, we're gonna kind of cut this one, but we're gonna work together still." So yeah, anything could happen. Like there, like I said, there's nothing official that I saw from WWE, but usually like they don't get stuff like this wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Also, then Gerald Briscoe was furloughed, 
and he was very adamant, like correcting news sites about this because everybody said he was fired. He's like, no, I'm furloughed because I go in scout and there's nothing to scout right now because <laughs> all sports are gone. So I can't work. So does he like, so like Regal will go to like fucking Rest. Bola and then, uh, so he scouts other sports. He'll go to like the like NCAA like Division One wrestling tournament. He'll okay. go like to, like they've gone to like the NFL Combine and talked to people who are like, "Hey, you're not getting drafted, bud, and you know you're not. So come wrestle." <laughs> Is he the one who found that weird football player that was in one of the Dark Side of the Ring episodes? The brawl. Uh, what what was that thing called? I already forgot. Brawl for all. Oh, uh, I'm talking about draws. Yeah. I don't know if he. I know Jim Ross signed draws. I'm pretty sure. Okay, mm. but the two of them did scout together quite yeah. a bit. So. He's That's, gonna puke. He's gonna puke. That's an interesting job. That sounds like fun. Oh, I want to scout. Sick. Also, I don't think WWE will ever fire Gerald Briscoe because they don't want to get beat up collectively as a company. Yeah, <laughs> he is apparently the literally toughest person alive, according to <laughs> like everyone. Like Kurt Angle has said. That he wouldn't try to like get into a fight with. There's like, there's two people that have that rep- like that reputation that are still around, Briscoe and Haku. To the point that Andre the Giant would listen to Haku <laughs> and wouldn't <laughs> fuck with him. And and Haku was like booked as a big dude, which normally Andre fucking hated. Mm-hmm. He hated the other big dudes. At the giant heat, him and John Studd did not um, like each other. I am only big boy. I'm Drake. Basically. <clears throat> uh, should we get into the wrestling that happened this week? Let's do it to it, Lars. All right. Let's start with NXT. Um, first off, I guess we should speak about this. Uh, there were some allegations against the Velveteen Dream. Yeah, some really not good allegations against Velveteen Dream. Uh, sending Patrick some, Clark. Yeah, sending some illicit content to underage people. Yeah. Um, yeah. All so, I can say know, is I hope it's not true, but believe, um, believe again, people. Right now it's, all, it's all allegedly. We yeah. don't want to be uh, Colt Cabanet over here. <laughs> um, but also, like, you always believe victims. Like, mm. Uh, yeah, like what it seems like so far, you know, like uh, definitely, you know, new, like nudes of him did get sent. He has said that it his account was hacked and stuff and that, you know, is totally possible. There were some voice messages that sounded a lot like him that got exchanged um, that yeah. make it harder to believe it wasn't him. But at the same time, you know, I uh, just hope that someone does a good impersonation of him or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, at this point it's like not really worth discussing in length because he I don't know. It's it's a weird part of it. But we should mention it while we're saying his name. Mm-hmm. Um Velveteen Dream and Keith Lee uh f- fought off the undisputed era. Oh, we're talking about NXT. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Starting from last week, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't remember what happened. Yeah, I only remember a few things. I Um, actually only remember one thing from this. It was a good episode. Um, I actually, I watched it today, so I am a little bit fresher. Um, yeah, so yeah, Dream and 
you know, uh, Keith Lee fought off Undisputed Era, and it's just like I'm so confused about like what the fuck is happening with the like Adam Cole, Velveteen Dream, <laughs> Finn Balor shit right now. Yeah. Oh yeah, because Finn Balor was taken out. Okay, it's starting to come back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Finn Balor was taken out in the beginning because he was supposed to have a match against Dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that didn't happen. Yeah. Why? Because they didn't want either to lose. Yeah. And so that's what you do when you don't want somebody to lose is you don't have the fucking match. Mm-hmm. It's fucking weird. I mean, when things are fake, like you don't have to do that. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can make it up. Uh, we had Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. That was dope. Cool. Yeah, that was a, a really match. good match. Yeah. Um, I thought. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say. Um. Like Raquel Gonzalez is limited in the ring, but they're like she's being used really effectively. Like mm-hmm. they're using her just as the the, the giant monster. The heater. And she's like, yeah, the heater. Like she's and she's wrestling like that. She's doing a really good job of like sticking to what she's supposed to do. And then yeah. like I think Shotzi's like already showing that she's a star. Like she's so good. Shotzi's doing a really good job, um, especially like when there's no crowd there. Having that kind of charisma still is like really cool. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think she's doing a great job. Uh, we had the um, the interim cruiserweight title tournament continued with Drake Maverick versus Atlas. Yeah, Jake so, Atlas. Atlas. Why are uh, um? Okay, never mind. Go I ahead. will say they showed the like Drake Maverick promo stuff. They had him like do like a, like another video package with it. Everything's so well done, and I like even if this is like the end for him, what a fucking swan song. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like they're just leaning into everything. Like, you know what? We're going to go out like with a bang. I mean, that's, that's how you go out. Like hot. Like even if like you're on your back, like you're still in a, a storyline that people give a shit about, you know, but also so, what a swerve if he wins, I think they're setting it up for him to be in the finals because lose. Yeah. yeah, that's what I think too. <laughs> but I think it's going to be like really cool, but I will say that um, Jake Atlas and him had a great match. Mm-hmm. He sold so well for Jake and made, made sure Jake looked awesome. Mm-hmm. This was the first time I thought Atlas really got a chance to shine. And mm-hmm. like they both made the most of their minutes. They like Drake Maverick desperately fucking like trying to like just punch him in the corner and do anything, trying any, any little thing he could to win. And then Jake Atlas just like, He's a great wrestler, and mm. I fucking love his finish. I'm literally pulling up a, a gif of it right now. <laughs> it is the is best. Loading, but it's it's so sick. Yeah, the cartwheel DDT. Yeah, that was sick. Uh, we had. Uh, I love the promo. Oh. I, I will say also, I love the promo afterwards too because this was it's it's like real emotions, not like weird WWE emotions where Jake Atlas, cause he's a good guy is like, Oh, like I'm excited. I won, but I feel bad. It's like, I'm rooting for Jake, like Drake. Like, I don't know what to do. It's like, it's conflict. It's like yeah. real human stuff where he knows he has to win for his career mm-hmm. and he has to do what's best for him. But at the end of the day too, he's friends with this guy. He knows him and like, he feels bad and like, so it's just really cool all around. Oh, yeah, there it is. It's so sick. Yeah. That looks so hard to do, too. And, and Maverick, like, base for it perfect. Jake Atlas nailed it. It was great. Yeah. Uh, we also had Kushida versus Tony Nese. It's a very good match. Tony Nese is a great wrestler. <laughs> he has the charisma of 
a fucking old sock. Yeah, my my roommate was watching it with me, and she's like, who's this fucking guy? What's his whole thing? I was like, I don't know. I think he has abs. I think that's his thing. <laughs> it is. He counts them. I have eight. Look. And that's it. That's all I know from Tony Nese. Like, and I've watched Tony Nese since Evolve, and like, I don't know anything about him. Yeah. Randomly won the cruiserweight title at WrestleMania last year. Like that was cool. Did nothing. Like they could not get anything going with him. And then they moved it to Gulak, which was so much better. Mm -hmm. What? We'll talk about Gulak later. Okay. I want to talk about um, the MVPs, like of the no fan eras. Like is one of them MVP? Yes, actually, (laughs) it is now. Uh. Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher had a nice little promo. That was just God. This is so good. Them together, my eyes are brown. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. They're steering into the skin that Matt Riddle is just a stoned fucker. Yeah. Oh man, this was like the most stoned promo he's had in NXT. Is, I miss Stallion P and his blue eyes. <laughs> I look at your blue eyes. My eyes are brown. <laughs> they picked another perfect person for him to play off of. That is like respects him as like a grappler, but mm-hmm. like you could tell would be like so fucking annoyed with him. It's like a, it's like a an odd couple like fucking show. Yeah, and he's different enough from from Pete Dunn that like it's a new fun thing to do. And like just I also love that Timothy Thatcher was just wearing a gray shirt, just a plain gray shirt, because you never see anyone in WWE not wearing at least a performance center shirt. Yeah. He was wearing like the shittiest gray shirt. I just like, what do you think? He's like, that's just what I'm going to put on. This is my shirt. This is my one shirt that I own. At least wear a tap out logo. No, I wash it. It's the flip phone of t-shirts. I wash it with my sweat. (laughs) This is gray. (laughs) Um, This is probably the thing I have the most thoughts on. Uh, Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae were uh, eating dinner. This promo is so fucking good. I love it. <laughs> I, um, I, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I saw someone um, wrote into the Going in Raw and said, um, basically said, like, it's wild that Johnny's new, um, new character is just Seth Rollins on Twitter as a person. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And it's so good. Um, it was like, it was so corny, but they knew that, and that's why it was so great. Like, it worked. The it's the uh, the when, gif of Rainier Wolfcastle in front of the uh, brick wall. That's the joke. <laughs> when they kept like changing the like, it went to black and white, and the music changed. Like. It just was so well done. And I think this was the first time Candace spoke in NXT and I cared. Um, cause she's always good. She's always good. And this and time it's like, it was like exactly what she was saying. She was always just the friend well, or just there for everybody else. And she's like, when's it my fucking turn? And that's mm. also the hot take. They're right. That's that's what makes a great heel. Is like they're Heels both that make right. points. Yeah, yeah, and it makes so much sense. And like they have like this. It's like Bret Hart ninety seven. They're just like have this super inflated self worth. Mm-hmm. And they're like, uh, we're the fucking best, and we've been carrying this shit 
Yeah. You guys have the audacity to boo us. Yeah. You're the ones that are wrong, not us. Well, and it's like, if no one else is going to give a shit about me, I'm going to start giving a shit about me. And I, I like their attitudes. (laughs) Like, also, you knew that Candace was going heel when her hair changed color. (laughs) I I chose the shirt today in honor of her new heel hair color. Um, lavender this lavender shirt uh we had what i'm assuming was a sp- also oh, it, go, go, John, go. johnny's cup was in a glass case on on the table oh yeah <laughs> that's Johnny true also as like a a little like full of himself heel is really funny but he's just like i was the one that put nxt on my back and took it to new heights <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love Johnny and mm. uh, f- fuck like Bryson and all them that were talking shit on Johnny Gargano, but probably going to love this because y'all are fucking Fairweather fans. You're the reason he's mean now. <laughs> yeah, I I love this more than I mean, I never not loved Johnny. I thought Johnny was great every time. I, I will saw say him. in 97, I still liked Bret Hart. I was like, everybody's being mean to Bret. He's right. He's the hero. I should be cheering him. Yeah, but would you ever not like Bret Hart at that age? Oh, I mean, I wouldn't not like Bret Hart right now. <laughs> do, I, do I think he like loves putting himself over and not, and he like buries everybody? Yeah, but I would sit there for fucking hours just listening to stories about how great he is from him. <laughs> you know, I was uh, the best wrestler for like twelve years, and you know, Vince really rode that off on me, and then just. Cast me aside. Like, yep, tell me. Please keep going, Brett. Uh, then we had El Hio de Fantasma versus Jack Gallagher. Tattoo Man. El Hio de Fantasma is really good. Yeah. Um, and I think they also did a good job of trying to like reintroduce this new Jack Gallagher. So if you haven't been watching 205, you kind of understand. Yeah. So, um, I still don't understand because he. It looks like he just jumped into the the dumpster of old gimmicks and came out with it a little bit of everything. I like, think he just started listening to Gallows. Like, <laughs> like the fuck is ge- like his ring gear didn't match. Like it was like had leopard print and bright red, and he came out with a weird, different robe on, and he still has his old music. Like I'm just so confused. What's going on? He tatted. He tatted. Also, you got a tattoo. the people comparing him to Cody are fucking idiots because at least his tattoos are well done and not on his neck. You can at least cover that up. Yeah. And they're, they look well done. I know they're very basic, very traditional, but they very look flashy. They look well done. Um, and then El Hio de Fantasma escaped the abduction by masked men, so it's not someone picking up the cruiserweights. I think it's all having to do with him. I think those two oh. masked men are supposed to be Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wild. Okay. Um, I love that when um they like he fought them off and like threw them back in the car. Um, he it was all in Spanish, but he was saying I'm from Mexico, like basically <laughs> saying like hey, I've been stop. in AAA. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> But I, I think it's all going to play into like this. Like I'm glad it's continuing with him because I think it's going to end up being he's the one that's doing it because he had actually like fairly recently unmasked a Mexico. 
and oh. he speaks good English. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think right now they're trying to introduce him like, oh, it's a luchador, it's this. And then like the whole storyline's gonna come out. He's gonna unmask and talk and it's gonna be like like that. Oh shit. Is he so is he old? No. He was okay. King Querno in Lucha Underground though. But wasn't he also in WWE? No. No. Okay. Then I'm thinking of someone else. Okay. Sin Cara? No, no. I thought I don't know. The second Sin Cara? Maybe I zoned out while listening to uh, you guys talk. Um, was it Kalisco? No, I thought it was him. I thought he was a veteran for some reason. Is it because the hair's coming out? So you think he's Grand Metal League? No, I just thought I know. I'm the just name. naming off. All <laughs> I thought he was like. I don't know why. Maybe it was a weird dream. Were I you had. thinking of like Alito Del Santo? Yeah, no. No. Okay. I, don't I don't know. know. I, I don't did know recently watch Coco and El Santo oh, makes a cartoon appearance in it. Mm-hmm. That movie makes me cry. That movie's it's mm-hmm. the best one. It's so good. It is. I mean that that's like the let's just talk about crying. Like when uh talking to his grandma at the end, I'm like, eh. Yep, that's the part. <laughs> that's the part. I'm like that's my grandma. Yeah, I I love that movie. I like that it doesn't play to white audiences. Like the only reason I knew what like Tia and Tio were were because of you and when we played Space D and D. Yeah, Tio Chewy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they don't explain anything, and I think that's wonderful. It's not yeah, a movie playing, for white people. That was my um like one like foray into fucking. <laughs> Like a role playing game was like Star Wars D and D, and I was a, uh, I was fucking Tio Chewie was my guy, and he was a fucking mechanic. I loved him. I just got drunk oh, yeah. on Four Loco and we tried to kill Aaron. <laughs> yep, roll people up in carpets. It was a lot of fun. That was good times. Uh, then the show ended with the Velveteen Dream and Keith Lee versus the Undisputed Era, which I think was Roddy and uh, Adam Cole, right? Yes, because Kyle is being a smart person and yes. they're doing a good job of making sure he doesn't have to be there. Yeah, yeah. And oh, I love that they—that's diabetes. I love that, like when they took out Keith Lee, and then fucking Dexter Lewis there. Yo, creepy the way they edited that shit—it was perfect. It was so creepy. His because they made sure to establish that no one was in the corner. Like yes. with shots, but they weren't like make a big deal of it or anything. They're just like they showed the corner and like nobody for dream the tag. And then he was just fucking there. It's he, his fucking face. Yeah, he's someone though that can go downhill very fast if he doesn't make his gimmick more than that. I Eventually, think this is building to something. Well, I mean, Us, we're having also him. Stranger Things ass theme song. <laughs> I know. It, I, I know. It's, yeah. Yeah. There's him coming in. There's fucking. Well, I don't know his name. Killer Cross. What's carrying his new name? Carrying Cross. Car- carrying Cross. I hope he's a religious gimmick and he's going to start carrying a cross on his back every time he goes to the ring. There's a giant explanation for it. And yeah. I don't remember why, but he uh, chose well, everything. Like, he, carry loves, it. he loves the band Carrion. Carrion, carry carry if I like, is. Hold on. It, it it's a word like it means like you hear a lot of like carrion birds and stuff. Those are like scavenger murder like, birds. Okay. Yeah, those kind of birds. So yeah, because yeah, people were at first were kind of like coming like trying to come after like WWE their dumb name, and then it's like oh no, he picked everything. Like he's picking what he wants to do. Damn, like, they're just kind of giving him free reign. 
Uh, carrion means the decaying flesh of dead animals. <laughs> yeah, All right. That sounds like <laughs> okay. Um, so there's him. There's Dexter Loomis. Like they're bringing in these like legitimate scary people. I'm. I think it's like it's the new wave of of NXT because they got to well, shake things up somehow. Yeah, it's it's a good way to do it. It's like they're having like the cruiserweight tournament. Then they're bringing in these big new guys who also just need to get on TV. Mm-hmm. Like they're just they're just trying stuff right now because, like, aside from like because with ratings and everything, like NXT, they kind of like stay from like six hundred to about like six hundred thousand to about seven hundred thousand, like anywhere like in those two. Mm-hmm. And so they can kind of right now just try things yeah. without really any repercussions. Well, and yeah. it's also like summer booking right now too. <laughs> kind of, but at but, the same time, it's like. Um, they are forced in this corner where, like, I'm sure that they weren't gonna ha- take like this angle with Dexter Loomis or do it this quickly. I think, yeah. But he's there and like he's ready. Like mm-hmm. he's a veteran. Like he knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. And so, like, why not just do some weird shit with him and see what sticks? Mm-hmm. Like, and like, I love that we have this character right now. Like, I guess that was a face turn this week but at the same time i don't believe it i believe he's just doing whatever the fuck he wants and like his like that character will i th- i hope they keep up like try to keep us guessing yeah i hope it's a, as, i hope it's like it stays like super cold and like emotionless mm-hmm. where i think that's where it's gonna i mean be happy right now like, uh, it's his serial really killer long. gimmick he wrestles in khakis hey jake from state farm <laughs> All right, let's move on to AEW. I didn't watch it this week. I'm sorry. You know, a lot. <laughs> I I watched some of it, but I don't remember anything again. It's been um, matches. There was Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen in a quarterfinals match. Oh, that yeah. was good. Who won? Yeah, Dar- it sets up like, and it makes sense that like Darby punched Cody now because now we're gonna get Darby versus Cody. Okay, and this is a chance that you can either play to something new and try to get somebody over or you play to the status quo and Cody goes over. But the big thing is Cody versus Lance Archer is what they've been building up for the finals because they're opposite side of the brackets. Jake the State came in was like fucking was like never turn your back on somebody you respect or you're afraid of. Uh, yeah, I just say I'm my, got my big boy here and uh, you know uh I was was I've I was a big guy back in the day, but uh, you know it's this big boy, but he can do things like the Undertaker did, and uh, yeah, just trying to get right by uh, helping out this young talent. <laughs> exactly. So they've set that up like since before day one. So mm-hmm. it's God like God bless DDP, man. Uh, just my best friend, Diamond Dallas Page. <laughs> Bro, it's me, DDP. Bro, let me live in your house again. Bro, anytime, bro. You ready to do some yoga, bro? Uh, just trying to get right, yeah. <laughs> right, um, let's get right into the pose. First pose. Uh, Kenny Omega uh, beat Alan Angels, which is a goddamn good jobber name. I love the jobber name, and people were fucking freaking out still to this day about this match. Why? 
Because it went like six minutes and the dude kicked out of a V-trigger. Or whatever. <laughs> what the fuck? That's bad booking. And so that's what you people are saying. <laughs> I guess so. So, that, so there's, the, there's half of the people who are saying it shouldn't have happened. Kenny Omega should just wipe the floor. He's He should have been your top star. He hasn't been built that way, but like he should just it's like, true. kill these people. The other half are saying he still beat him in six minutes. Didn't he? Didn't kick out of his finisher, and it helps give that guy, the other guy, a little bit more credibility. So when he comes on next time, it's oh, this guy kind of can do something. And so it's I see both sides of it. I wouldn't have booked it that way. Would it be better for me? This is a personal question to okay. view Kenny Omega as a different wrestler than who he was in Japan. Like, this is a fresh start, a new start. He's not the Kenny Omega who had four of the greatest matches of all time. He's just, this is like, he died and then came back to life. The issue is he still is that wrestler in AAA. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah, he's still the, the top champion in AAA, right? The mega champion or whatever. Yeah. I think so, too, as well as, like, there's flashes of it. It's just, like... They're not going with him as a top guy, and I think that's probably a call that like they all made, trying to be like, oh, let's try to get other people over, except Cody's well, like, and me. And, like, um, so there's... I don't ahead. know. Like, I, I, I'm in the camp of, like, he's the, he was like one of the reasons why everything got so popular for them. He's mm-hmm. the reason people like were invested in all in, and then invested in like AEW when it was announced, and all this other shit. It's like I would have pushed him to the fucking moon mm-hmm. and like built everything around him. Yeah. Well, they like didn't, and now he doesn't feel the same. Yeah. Well, and like there's wrestlers like Bret Hart who are always putting themselves over. It seems like Kenny Omega might be too humble for his own good. And- he is still the AAA champ. Apparently, he beat Sammy Guevara to retain the championship on championship on Dynamite like last month. Oh really? So yeah, on my birthday, March twenty fifth <laughs> episode of AW Dynamite. All so. right. I don't remember that. Um, I didn't understand. So Orange Cassidy had his debut match on Dynamite with versus Jimmy Havoc. How was that? I honestly don't remember. It was good. Okay, it was fine. Um, like I'm not stoked on what they're doing with Havoc right now as a fan of his because he's. Friends with Kip Sabian, and I just don't care. Oh, okay. And oh, the, like, they're doing that sucks. I don't like the Kip real Sabian. life part of it is fi- like kind of funny because it, they are legitimately living together in quarantine <laughs> right now. Okay. Um, and they've like alluded to that um, on Dynamite, but it's like they're, it's not funny enough on TV. Yeah. Is Kip Sabian care. the one dana- dating Penelope Ford? Yes. Okay. Okay. Engaged. I get him and uh, Samu Guevara mixed up all the time, and I think there's an extra one who's not actually a part of them. I just think there's three when there's only two. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Um, also, another good, um, another good jobber name, uh, the Exalted One, Mr. Brody Lee. That's his full name. Uh, makes short work of his opponent, Justin Law. Um, which, okay, so Justin Law, um, like, got his, like, chest turned to hamburger during this match, but during his match last week on Dynamite, 
his chest was already hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> so they like aired Both them th- out of sequence. That's funny. <laughs> So um, all these wrestlers, by the way, are from QT Marshall's res- wrestling school. Oh, okay. So this is all just a big ad for his wrestling school. That all makes so much sense. So, um, is there more sense made to why Brody Lee is still wrestling? Like, no. Okay, he's there because I they need people to wrestle. Because I hate it so much. I hate it so much. I'm just gonna read this. You don't have to comment. The Bubbly okay. Bunch Flim Flam Challenge. It's it sucks. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so cringy. <laughs> Jericho's the only good part of any th- of these thing of any of these Bubbly Bunch shit that they're doing. Because Flim Flam is a knockout. Like, is them making fun of TikTok? Oh, uh, okay. Okay. The well, only good part was where Jericho. I forgot what he even gave away. He gave away something to the winner of some challenge to his friends and he tried to throw it to them through his phone. Okay. That was the only entertaining part of this <laughs> whole bit. I hated it. I yeah, hated it so I, much. I will say though that um Jericho on commentary has been a breath of fresh air. Mm, that's great. Jericho's been doing great. He's he's not a commentator and he doesn't pretend to play one. Where other people go in there and try mm. to play commentator. Mm-hmm. Like Samoa Joe is just like Samoa Joe does the same thing. He's just good at it. Jericho goes in there and he's just Jericho. Yeah. Mm. Jericho said, like, he asked Shiavone what Tope Suicida means. And Shiavone said he didn't know. He's like, well, it looks like he's trying to kill himself with that, that, that Lope or whatever. Like, <laughs> after asking what Tope Suicida meant. <laughs> uh, this is the last thing. Is it the end of the road for Dustin Rhodes? Did no. Kip Sabian beat him? No. Oh, okay. I don't but he's going to get destroyed by Lance Archer next week and Cody <laughs> and will probably why, be ringside. And this is why I think that Darby's losing and it's dumb. That what? Darby's he, dumb? No, Darby's losing and that is dumb. Oh, yeah. Now they have to set up the revenge angle with Dustin and Cody has to avenge his brother. Hmm. So I don't... I, I'm, I'm thinking Lance Archer's going to take the title. But... I mean, if they're if Cody they're, can't yeah, win the world title, so might as well make him the first TNT one. I don't know. True, but I I hope to God that he just lose like puts Lance Archer over because like you need to. God, they, they're doing a good job of building Archer. Mm-hmm. They're like making him look terrifying. They need they God if they going. have him lose to Cody. If Cody wins again, like no, no more Cody. I like Cody, but yeah, no more Cody. I don't want to hear a stupid song anymore. Okay, that song rocks. <laughs> you said that's loves not, downstate. Let's not let's not get crazy. <laughs> Smack down live. Um maybe it's because uh, I always uh skip um their segments, but the Forgotten Sons were a little memorable. I don't because really, I forgot they were on SmackDown. Yeah, same here. Fittingly. I always spick, skip their segments on. Uh, I watched this. Yeah, I did watch this because I really wanted to see the end of it. Ooh, um, break it down for us. Break it down. I don't remember. Um, uh, I remember. It's so memorable that you remember it happened, but that's it. Well, this yeah, improvement yeah. <laughs> for them. Yeah, um, the all the tag teams came out and then they came out to like fight them. 
That's what happened. Okay. You know, normal Forgotten Son stuff. But they were like, oh, oh. He had a line where he looked at The Miz and he said, you're just a poser playing a Marine in a movie. I'm a real Marine. That was funny. There it is. Okay. <laughs> uh, Only two out of three of them are... <laughs> Our veterans, which is <laughs> that makes that even more hilarious. It's just they have that wrestler look, but they're just so bad. They look like '90s, right? Like they would have fit in so well in the '90s. Yeah, like, it's like yeah. fucking like Sergeant Slaughter's fucking stable. Hmm. Uh, Jackson Riker, like he could be cool, but he's just not. <laughs> he's just not. <laughs> That's the. Like, as simple as that sounds, that's, like, the truest thing. Uh, Drew Gulak versus King Corbin. I'm glad they're getting a push with, like, they're, like, at least, like, making it so, like, Gulak isn't just a jobber, but now he's, like, actually putting up fights against people, mm-hmm. beating certain people, and, like, they actually, like, gave him a, a sh- like, an unclean shit finish. And so, whereas before, he would have just lost no problem. Like, yeah, there was a bunch of fuckery with the artist collective, and so like he's like moving up the card pretty fucking like good. Mm. I'm fucking stoked for got that Debra stamp him. of approval. <laughs> he did. Um, yeah, that was sick. Yeah, good, uh, we had a him. weird vignette of so Corbin's and Money in the Bank, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, yeah, I go upstairs to. Get to building top and hey, I'll get the case. <laughs> I'm gonna be in money in the bank too. Hopefully, my knee doesn't buckle on the stairs. <laughs> oh, I maybe miss Dominic. I miss Ray maybe Dominic, Dominic can come help me, or maybe my friend Kane. Oh, damn it. He just got fired. I'll uh, send him my knee surgeon. We had a weird video package of the redemption of Matt, Jeff Hardy. Oh no, these are great. Yeah, it was just is interesting because I know him I, as a crazy guy. I like the humanization of people on yeah. things like this. Yeah, because it just makes you really want to cheer for him more. Yeah, and also like this better be his. In. This better be his last ride. It probably won't be. <laughs> uh, he, has more so court- I, he has court fees to pay. <laughs> I was say he has more court cases to beat. So yeah, Zach and I are on the same page with that. <laughs> Uh, Lucha House Party versus Miz and Morrison. I think I skipped this Lucha match. Lucha House Party won. That rocks. Also, they the rock. Miz tried to do a kip up and like almost fell on his ass. But <laughs> the reason he did it was because Morrison like legit told him like backstage that he didn't think he could do one, so he was trying to prove him wrong. So mm. I love that. Like it just shows like they're just trying to have fucking fun. Yeah, yeah. And Miz has had like uh like really good sense of humor about it on social media since then like he keeps saying like look i did it because he like got he landed like kind of on his feet you know he didn't get all the way up but like he got to his feet at least so he keeps being like look i did it <laughs> if chris hero can do it and like in the state Jesus. that he's in i mean he should be able to do that i don't know though because chris hero like yeah he's a big old dude it doesn't matter but... what size you are it, it's like a specific Type of athleticism you need to have, and specifically abs, which mm. the Miz, the Miz only has sh- like the Miz is really, really built for a normal person. Like he's huge for a normal person, if you think about that. But all of them are show; it's all show muscles. He doesn't have those uh, functional ones. 
No, not like not at all. Yeah. Like the miss is like six two or six three and weighs like two hundred and forty pounds. Like that's fuck wild if you think about that he just looks like a normal dude in WWE. Yeah. Um Lacey Evans uh beat Sasha Banks, right? Yes. It built story, so I'm not entirely mad about it. Yeah. But I still hate her. I'll be back. I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> okay. Um Yeah, Lacey Evans sucks. Um but Bailey kind of interfered in the match, which also caused Sasha to lose. So it built that up a little bit, which was yeah. which was interesting. Except they they're like obviously building this feud, but like I think they are smartly holding it off. Like they're only injecting new stuff a little bit yeah. to like to not rush it because they want to make sure this one's in front of a crowd. I think this one needs to be in front of a crowd. I think mm. it's like so like yeah, SummerSlam is like I think where they're like pointed towards, but like caught being cautious about it. Yeah. Um, there was a video package of uh, Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman. <laughs> he gave me a mask, and I was in his family. Mm. That was the extent of it, pretty much. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of history there. I mean, there's a lot of history, but it's really simple. Yeah, yeah. And Braun just shouldn't talk very much, <laughs> so. Um... We had Bliss and Cross versus Carmella and Brooke. Dana Brooke. Mm-hmm. It was what I would it's expect. Fine. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, Dana Brooke keeps getting better and better. Yeah. Um, Dana Brooke was focused on something else. So, Or was it Carmella that was focused on something else? Carmella was focused on the, 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 the match to qualify. Mm-hmm. And Dana Brooke was mad about that. Um, but, yeah. It seems like Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, like watching them exit and enter together, it just seems wild. Like they're so opposite of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, they made it work, like yeah. character wise. Oh, yeah. Stuff, you know, and I'd say even in ring, like we've talked about before, like Alexa Bliss, you know, it's not not great or anything, but she's doing a good job in this like tag team role. Yeah. And I think and like only coming in doing the spot she's like worked really hard on obviously mm-hmm. you know and i think you know the character stuff like is working so yeah um i'm enjoying that like there are multiple like women's storylines going on right now yeah like that aren't just like oh qualify for money in the bank you know there are like actual full-fledged storylines going on well yeah like there's S- S- sasha bailey but also Tamina thrown in there. Uh, mm-hmm. Bliss and Cross. Carmella and Brooke have their own little thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Mandy and Sonya, which is the biggest one. Which, um, so every time I heard Mandy Rose's name, I saw Liv Morgan. And now it's the opposite. I saw that there was like Liv Morgan versus Ruby Riot, And I was like, wait, 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 which one is that? <laughs> So now yeah. I confuse them differently because Mandy Rose is the one I like now. <laughs> um, now to I go was, with, I, I can still yes. hear everything. So I have my headphones on. <laughs> I just put it on mute. Nice. Well, it's dope that they have like so many different storylines because they like what you guys were talking about for the women. 
on SmackDown, it's like you have, like you said, it's like the Bailey Sasha one, but then it's also like Bailey and Lacey, Sasha and mm-hmm. Lacey, Tamina and Bailey, and then you have Dana Brooke and Carmella. Who last week it was Carmella mad at Dana Brooke, and now this week it was Dana Brooke mad at Carmella, mm-hmm. and then they're bar like. So that's cool. Then you have Sonya and Mandy. So like, they're just doing a lot. Yeah. It's really good. And it's letting people who don't really get a chance to shine time to shine. Yeah. I also it like is, that there's yeah. like some continuity to it as well. It's like mm-hmm. where Dana Brooks like, Hey, you were mad at me last week. Like, why are you like all stoked now? So yeah, it's almost like attitude era esque, like top of the card in the men's division during the attitude era where there was like, Mankind, Undertaker, Stone Cold, The Rock, Triple H, like mm-hmm. all of these storylines were like kind of intersecting, even if yeah. they weren't at the top of the card at any given moment. Suddenly they might somehow find their way to the top of the card with like that felt pretty natural. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of like what the women's division on SmackDown feels like right now. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about the 25th anniversary of the game. Triple H. I thought it was hilarious. It was hilarious in a wrestling way. Yes. I was going to say, I'm like a smart-ass fan and like know all the inside stuff. And I think stuff like that's really funny. This played to me. This played to people who know and people who've like watched Triple H's whole career remember the bullshit. And so... Shawn Michaels was great at like just making fun of him because it's like that's probably what they do. Mm-hmm. I didn't. And, I didn't like the Stephanie stuff. I didn't like Shawn Michaels blaming Stephanie. I like the uh, when Stephanie was like, "You tell," <laughs> like talking like shit about his eye and everything. Oh yeah, that was, was great. That lazy eye, and then like, hook up. <laughs> oh, Steph says hi. <laughs> yeah. So what? One thing I'm gonna say about that because it, it is funny. Like, I'm glad Shawn Michaels can like be down with that. Um, well, I, he's not. You got two words for <laughs> very true. Um, uh, I, I don't love it because I do know someone with like pretty closely with a lazy eye that like doesn't like love having it be the joke so much, you know, cause it is just culturally a joke so much. Yeah. Um, and that got like, so like, it's one of those things just like, ah, eh, guys like find a new joke. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm glad Shawn Michaels is like down like, to make fun of himself and stuff like that. Um, Especially how like, much of a prick he used to be. <laughs> like, there's there's so many things to make fun of Shawn Michaels for <laughs> that doesn't. I, I don't feel like they have to go there, but... As, as fucking Michael Hayes said fucking about CM Punk, I think he used to apply to Shawn Michaels. He was good, but he's a real moody prick. <laughs> um, and then Vince showed up. He seemed like he was out of his fucking mind. Like his voice mm-hmm. is weird now. Yeah, like it's like he's trying to perform, but he like doesn't know how anymore. Like it's also his, his voice on. It's also his son-in-law, and so like there were just some weird moments that like when he told him he loved him, like I felt something. And I think it was because I was on on muscle relaxers at the time. I'll sum it up. <laughs> yeah, you were in HBK in the nineties. I was gonna say you the real HBK experience. Yeah, I had a I had a sciatica. I had, I couldn't walk. Um, uh, but it was just weird. Like he brought up his old mistakes, like 
the Bailey This Is Your Life segment, and what was the other one? Oh, Katie Vick. That's kind of weird seeing uh, your son-in-law get naked and get into a casket, you know, get lord. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was so strange. This is almost as bad as like a... Really, this is your life. <laughs> and he that, just, yeah, he just called him boring, and it just kind of ended. Like it didn't. There wasn't any like punchline or like final mm. blow. It just was like ended. Triple it H so didn't. Real. Triple H didn't even get us like say anything. And I think that's the joke. Yeah, but I like him. I. I He's the father I, of NXT. It's it's so weird hearing the. And myself included, the change of heart of everybody towards Triple H. Yeah. Because, Zach, when you just first got into wrestling over on the Robber, even though you were a SmackDown uh, watcher, Triple H was just fucking running roughshod over there, beating I, everybody. God, it, literally, the reign of terror. Like, that was, I mean, I still watched Raw, but that was why I was such well, a SmackDown wasn't, fan, was, was the reign of terror. Wasn't one of the stats that he headlined, like, over 100 pay-per-views? He was like the main so, event. I'm, I'm sure. That's insane. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah In I mean, 25 was, years, that's a lot. Well, he was the one that stayed around. Yeah. Okay. Austin, that makes Rock, sense. everybody else left. And so, like, he was just the one on, on uh, Raw because they also split pay per views, too. Okay. Okay. I remember and, they split pay per views when we first started this. Yeah. Then they didn't. So, yeah. <laughs> They didn't want to keep adding Aiden English versus Ty Dillinger to pay per views. Like, we gotta stop this. It was a, it was a good match, though. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I get it. Like, I know all the bad stuff about Triple H from like him being the biggest politicker and him being like, you know, Triple H, and like, it's just weird seeing it now where it's like he's the godfather of the thing I love most in wrestling. The godfather. Charles, right? He's oh, a yeah. brawl for all. <laughs> all right. Should we move on to uh, Monday Night Raw? Yeah. I don't have a nice recap one for this, so I just kind of have to figure it out. Um... It looks like it started with MVP in the mic in the ring, uh, welcoming people to the VIP lounge. Yeah, the, the guests were Rey Mysterio, Apollo Cruz, and Alistair Black. One of those things is not like the other. Which one? Uh, this Alistair Black being in a like interview segment. Oh, I mean, he talks all the time. He, hello, I. I don't have it today. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try to find. He talks it, in his. He talks in his room to himself. I like to be in my room. Ah, okay, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> um, no, like it was cool though. Uh, I MVP super charismatic, and like it helps for people, especially like Apollo Cruz. Especially like when he gave him, he's like, "Am I picked to win the Money in the Bank, Apollo Cruz?" And it also kind of plays off. It's like, "Oh, this guy beat me, so he has to win." Which like plays into the MVP cocky character. So like, yeah, he know, he knows who MVP is, which is something I think a lot of people need to really realize. You have to like know who your character is. Mm-hmm. Like somebody who fucking knows, like knew their character like so well was Kane, mm-hmm. Undertaker. Those guys knew exactly 
like what that character was and would do and how they would react, backstory, everything. That's what you got to give yourself. An MVP to me, like he knows that. Like he knows Montel Vontavious Porter so mm-hmm. well. Yeah, like dude gets the psychology stuff really well. Like he was never, I like that wasn't from an era I watched much of. And when I've gone back, I it's not never lands with me. But like he was fine in the ring. It was, it was, yeah, it was and like. Awful. It's pretty pretty good at the ring, um, and but like you listen to him talk on interviews and stuff, like he's a fascinating dude and he's brilliant. Like, and you should like everyone should go watch his TED talk for sure. Like, oh yeah, talking about like being in prison and stuff and robbing like, a casino he, boat. Mm-hmm. We're and he like how much he works to like better his community and stuff. Like, dude's a brilliant dude. So and, he, he gets it. And like, like him staying on board and like they're like working both on and off camera. He's a huge asset to, especially the guys that are like in this segment, aside from Ray, like guys like Apollo Cruz, guys like Alistair Black, people who like, who can go in the ring all day. But they mm-hmm. need that other, they need that extra help. They need yeah. that next step up. There's not much room here, dude. What you trying to do? This is Louie again. Um, all right. So we had Aleister Black, Apollo Crews, and Rey Mysterio versus Andrade, Cien Almas, Angel Garza, and Austin Theory. I haven't heard Cien Almas in a long time. Oh, sorry. That was, it's written, it's cage side seats. So that's why. Yeah, they, they still call people by what they want to call them. <laughs> yeah. His name's Andrade. Yeah. I know. I'm sorry. No, it's not 100 Almas. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> CN means 100. That's a dumb name. I don't like it anymore. (laughs) It sounds a lot cooler when it's CN. Yeah, because uh, Ty Dillinger was the perfect 10, but you know what? He's 100. That was technically, I guess, the first NXT match I ever watched was his takeover debut. Against Ty Dillinger. Yeah. I take over the end, right? Was that the end? I think so. No, it was the one before... Whichever one had Joe and Finn in a cage. Okay. I th- that was yeah. That was the end. In the end, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Alistair Black is against his wife. Yeah, that's cool. Also, like that whole group, like Andrade, Angel Garza, and Austin Theory, is great. Selena, they've been fucking. The glue that's holding Raw together, along with a couple <laughs> other people. Yeah, like, for and real, Asuka. them. Oscar's holding together all the shows that she's on. <laughs> and though, yeah, that group. That's just a good job of uh, of them, like, picking up, like, fucking ten segments of fucking Monday. So. <laughs> uh, good match, though. Like, all six of those guys, great. And Austin Theory can only fucking benefit from working against guys oh, like that. 100%. Yeah. Like some of these people. CN percent. <laughs> some of these people have been around like Ray and Apollo and Alistair too. They've been around for a while. Ray's been wrestling longer than I think Theory's been alive. <laughs> oh, guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, Theory's what, like 21, 22? Yeah, he's in his early Jesus. 20s. And honestly, like sometimes trying to like overbook and overthink like a new talent is like it has detrimental effects just fucking throwing them in there yep just fucking seeing if what happens sometimes you see to do that and it's to me it's working with him he looks like such a douchebag 
And yeah, it's this is working better than anything that he would have done in NXT. Oh yeah. Like yeah, I yeah, it's great. Um looks like uh Baszler attacked Oscar and Oscar Oscar I miss them. I hope they're doing no, you well. Don't. Yeah, uh, the Nia Jax and like they're playing off the whole like she's dangerous again thing. Oh, I, oh I'm so fucking over her. You know already. what? You know what I would love to see? It won't happen. Fuck. I'm not gonna speak it into reality. Never mind. Well, I'll speak what I want to happen. Um, I want Shayna Baszler to choke her out. Not like really, but like, you know. Yeah. You want yeah. Shayna Baszler, the character, to choke out Nia Jax, the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how Bailey beat Nia in NXT, actually. Oh, yeah. sick. Was was with, a, with, like, a sleeper hold. Sick. So. Yeah. And then also Oscar. That's actually a salt. It sucks. That, that Nia Jax match is actually pretty good. It's, like, one of Nia's first matches. And also, Asuka beat her as well, so when they're like, mm-hmm. Asuka can't stop me, it's like, Asuka has beat Yeah, me. she topped out Nia Jax. Okay, so I guess that's just the thing that happens. She Nia taps out a lot. And then also, her fucking like, interview with Charlie was so stupid. It sucks, because like, like we've talked about before, I want to root for Nia so, so much. I like, do too. She, she makes it so hard to do. She was... She was there. Like, I legitimately think she was there. Like, when she beat Alexa for the title at WrestleMania. And, like, yeah, that feud had some cringy shit in it. But, yeah. like, her her part of it, she did perfectly. And I thought even that match was pretty good. Like, considering her and then Alexa's ability, especially at the time. Yeah. they. I think they, like, went way, they, like, way overperformed. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and I just don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah, it's yeah. I just don't want her to hurt people, especially yeah. especially Kyrie. <laughs> like I, I, I fully back her. Like when these when this shit happens and people go at her online, I fully back her. Like leaning into it, you know. I'm fine with it because of like how much shit she gets for all their stuff too but it's the fact that how much this keeps happening like makes it not okay anymore yeah like once or twice if you accidentally break someone's neck once it's a mistake if you break a bunch of people's necks it's not a mistake there's like a there's, like there's a, a pattern that, that you're like, unsafe before like this Kyrie thing happened it's like list of 10 people that Nia Jax injured since she's like been called out. And it's like, there, there's 10 different people. Yeah. Like, Seth Rollins ended Sting's career, but that's just one person. And it's just one of those things, it's just like, yeah, accidents happen, Yeah, and like, don't, like not bringing them up, but like, every time she just brings them up, and it's just like the way she like, as carried herself like with her online presence and it may be part character it may not i think be, like, i think it's mostly character because like she's a just, heel right now right but even before she always seemed very like entitled because she was related to the rock and i mean at one point like like there was a lot of backstage rumblings that she was complaining very loudly backstage that she like should be getting a lot more where she's been handed every fucking opportunity in the world to yeah succeed. yeah mm-hmm. 
also doesn't help that I've watched Total Divas and like her character on there is exactly what she is online and like is kind of a bully. Yeah. And it's just not a good look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why her and Alexa are <laughs> God, I wish we'd gotten that Moxley match though. <laughs> I've done it too. <laughs> Um, I, I did like his attitude about it. He's like, he was like down. He's like, yeah, they just decided not to go with it for whatever. You know? I'm do it. It's fine. I, I was going to do it. I don't give a shit telling, <laughs> telling for her. Like, yeah, whatever. I love him. He's so good. Um, apparently, he got Renee Young in trouble because he snuck into a, a video while she was recording for backstage. Yeah. <laughs> with her dog. Yeah. He, like, this is, this is legitimately what happens to like when a CZW wrestler, like, Gets like millions of dollars and becomes famous. <laughs> like everything just makes sense. And yeah. then isn't allowed to leave the house. Yeah, he's just like, eh. I'm out of Marlboros and I can't go and get, can't go ride my bike anywhere. So uh, just here's my dog Renee. Um, I'm just reading this because I like the name. We had Bobby Lashley versus Denzel Dijonet. Yeah, he's the performance center guy. I love these names. Um, I will say I liked this Bobby Lashley match more than I've liked a lot of his stuff because okay. it was just a straight up squash. I don't, I don't mind squash matches, and for somebody that's like as imposing and physically fucking gifted as Bobby Lashley, because the dude can move. The, the dude like in TNA actually had a really cool run. God, um, his TNA run was cool. And so, like, we're like now it's like going back to he's strong. And he just went and fucking steamrolled over somebody. Cool. Best thing I've seen with him in like a year. Mm. Um, and it's and he he won easily because Lana wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too distracted by you. Uh, Liv Morgan uh-huh. beats Ruby Riot again. Ooh. So, oh, I, sorry. You I don't, talk. I don't know. Where, I don't know where this is going. <laughs> Nowhere. Yeah, like. Right. Because they don't know what to do with Ruby ever. They like literally ever. Like she's such a good wrestler and they just like man, when they made her a heel, it was so dumb. It was like they watched like the cheesiest, like, oh, this is what like cool punks do, right? They throw condiments from craft services on people. They spray ketchup. Like that's literally something Riot Squad did. Like once they went through backstage. <laughs> the initial like, thing of like the riot squad was fine. It's just like is they, that it got called it was the same time as Absolution, and then they just made them hokey as shit. Yeah, was Sarah Logan in the riot squad? Yes, mm-hmm. that one doesn't make sense. <laughs> now that I'm thinking, sense. now that I'm thinking back on it, no lit. Okay, Liv almost kind of makes Liv sense because the, he had the kind of Harley Quinn thing going on. Liv is the girl but. who's friends with she's the a punk. girl all the bad guys want <laughs> she's she's the girl who's like fr- grew up with this this punk girl and they split separate ways but like she like convinced her to go to shows with her that's who Liv is and, and Sarah Logan was just the one that was going to Amon Marth shows but then would end up at the punk shows yeah yeah she'd okay, leave so she'd leave the knitting factory and then go to the venue afterwards well, I mean, Ray Rowe has a fucking straight edge tattoo, so she'd probably be there with them at the hardcore shows. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And they were, all, yeah. They'd all meet at Warped Tour. So, yeah, they make complete sense. No, they're a Warped Tour friend group. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. 
they like they all started listening to Green Day together, like, and then like split off from there. You know, like they all listened to like edgy music when they were like eleven or twelve, but then very drastically split off into different types of edgy music from there. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I like this. Like I said, they're um, they're, they're warped tour tour package. Oh yeah, and apparently like. I don't know. I I don't know if this is actually happening, but like I saw some like rumblings online that like Sarah Logan might not actually be like they might actually be keeping her because someone spoke up for her. So uh, rumor and innuendo, state. Uh, no, actually, apparently, a lot of people very loudly and apparently a lot of people in very high places went and complained, wow. spoke up for her, and so there is talk about bringing her back. Uh, she was actually there last week. Yeah, oh. they mentioned her a million times and yeah. didn't edit it out. So and they still have been mentioning too. her too this week. So we'll see. Hmm. We'll see how it all plays out. Um, I mean, and her husband's there, so like. And also, so let's just go right into this. Yeah, they just kind of fucking forgot everything that happened with Carpool Karaoke, the Viking Raiders, right? Because <laughs> they're just back to being destruction. Yeah, they. That's yeah, they're so like weird. Whoops. That wasn't good. You know what? Like, At least they're just like, okay, just forget. Let's just one week, sorry. Like, okay. I can understand the, like, idea of doing a carpool karaoke-esque thing right now, especially. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, like, gotta make content, and that is a very easy piece of content to produce. Mm-hmm. That could work if you do it with the right people. <laughs> I literally, you give me the entire roster, and... The Viking Raiders are in the la- the bottom ten of people that I would choose to do that with. Mm-hmm. Like, even if my mandate was show me a new side of the Viking Raiders, that still wouldn't be the direction I go. Related uh, to the fucking Viking shit, like them, like fucking, like doing, like you know, like those Viking fucking games that they have. Like, have them be doing that and show them just like outside have them eating turkey lakes. That well, actually, um, Ivar was eating a turkey leg during. <laughs> Mm. No, but just like but having like, I don't, doing like throwing around like fucking logs and shit like that'd be cool. Yeah, I don't want to know that the character of either Viking Raider has a driver's license. <laughs> I want them to own just a boat. Yeah, yeah. Have, yeah. Them, have them give Viking funerals to people. They fucking uh, release the two people that should have been on Purple Karaoke. That's Gallows and Anderson. Oh yeah. Hmm. Or fucking our truth, like our truth, obviously. Yeah, like, yeah. our truth and is, Carmella together. Make, they're a perfect team. Make, make carpool karaoke into a twenty four seven title thing somehow. Like them going after trying to find fucking Gronk. just just someone like pulling down the lever to recline the seat to pin someone. That'd be funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want that now. Yeah, wrong lever, Gronk. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I will say, like I said, like Gals and Anderson have been hilarious. Like they have a driver, so they're mm-hmm. both just like drunk in the back, just singing. I think the new day would be fun, but oh, yeah, you, new day be anything great. fun is good with them. Yeah, there's the fun group. Um, I would love God, to see- James Corden's gonna end up being twenty four seven somehow <laughs> through all this, and then no. gets it back when he pulls the fucking lever. Who's <laughs> to um, this? I would also love to see Undisputed Era do something like that. 
They would be the family on Step Brothers at singing Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Hell yeah, they would. God, or go back in the day. I mean, one of them just got released, but the when Tito Sabatelli and Riddick Moss had, had their car, and like, and Riddick Moss referred to everything as like their suits and their car and stuff. That was all Tino. What a lucky guy that he got called up to be a twenty four seven geek because he would have been released. Oh, absolutely! Remember the fucking Riddick system or whatever. Oh yeah, the Riddick like, regiment. Riddick regiment that they did for literally one match <laughs> in NXT. Uh, wait, so are both? So one of them's gone, or are they both gone at this point? Uh, Riddick Moss is still there. Tino Sabatelli is not. Okay, okay, okay. He was like sixty years old and okay all the time, and never hit though. Yeah, um, running out of people from. <laughs> From tough or not tough enough from breaking ground. <laughs> really are. Now I know why everyone was talking about gender. Uh gender came back last night. Mm-hmm. Good for him. He's still not good in the ring. No, he's not, but is he still weirdly I, jacked? Does he still have that course. weird back knee? Not as jacked, a lot more lean, but also mm-hmm. I forgot what he was injured with. Was it uh ACL, I believe. Okay. I know it was a leg thing. Okay. Um, I mean, like, it's not going to be good matches or anything, but, like, you have to have him feud with Drew. Like, it's just there. It's an easy storyline. It it is. And, like, I mean, he is a former WWE champion and they're part of the same stable. Like, Mm -hmm. that's where you, that's where they never should have let Heath go. Because Heath could have been, like, a a lackey for Jinder Mahal. And it's like, hey, you fucking left us behind. You left me behind and like turns mm-hmm. on him. That'd have been really God, cool. Maybe he could have been a fucking character off of that. God damn. The, they'll me swerve, maybe, <laughs> maybe they'll swerve us and bring him back. Like, okay. So Money in the Bank have Heath surprise come back and win it. And then somehow There is an open repeat, spot now. Repeat repeat the fucking thing that happened to the Shield where all three members Oh, have it within the span of five minutes. Yeah. Have Ginger beat Drew for it, and then have Heath cash in on Ginger. That'd work. <laughs> that would fucking work. That'd be cool. Also, like, I drink coffee. Got- I'll be back again. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got Andrade versus Apollo Cruz. Good for him. Yeah, but he got hurt. Or I don't know oh. if it's Jay Faber. Oh yeah, he hurt not, his knee, but... so he's not gonna be in the in the thing. Which sucks. Like if it's you know, if it's real that sucks the timing. If it's K Fabe that sucks that they're not like letting him run with being in that match because he's so good. Yeah. Um we had Cedric and Ricochet versus Everrise. Didn't they do this last week? Or have I just do I just know the name Everrise at this point? Everrise job for someone. I don't know if it was said to ricochet or not but. okay um oh there was the contract signing between drew and seth <laughs> um yeah, man i didn't uh i didn't watch it so this uh is pointless without you say mm, i don't remember it so <laughs> I'm sure I did, but... Well, I'll just read some stuff from Cage Side Seats. Mm. Um, Drew tells Lawler that this is going to go 
the way these things always do, and suggests the king leave the ring, which he does. God, why <gasps> is Jerry the King Lawler there? I He's th- not anymore. I thought. Wait, as of Joe, Joe is replacing him. Good, from what I've read. Good. So. All right, Isai, recap us on this uh, final segment. Um, I think before that, I, the Apollo Andrade thing, I think, is a work because I don't think they want him to win money in the bank, but I think he's going to beat Andrade for the title. That'd be sick. He deserves it. I mean, I love Andrade holding a title, but Apollo's been there for fucking ever, right? Yeah, yeah. and he got, like, they they fucked him with the way they called him up too soon, and, like... Very, like, uh, three, three, four weeks. Like, remember when he was, like, the human highlight reel, and, like, yeah, get ready. Like, and he was just doing a bunch of cool high spots. But then, like, remember the pose off with yeah, Bobby Lashley? That was, that was sick. sick too. Like all his charisma that he got to show in that. Like he's so good. I think he's. I think he's gonna end up beating um, on Dryden, and I think he's gonna side with MVP, who um, ever rise. I think they fought. Uh, fuck, who did they fight? They fought. Uh, they were a jobber team. Was it against Viking Raiders? Maybe. Well, Forgotten Sons, maybe one of those two. Uh, no, Lucha House Party lost to them. Um, mm. It was no, it was um, fucking Street Profits. Okay, okay. Mm. Everise is just a good job team. They were known as three point in the Indies, and then MVP came on the screen and it was like Brendan Vink and Shane Thorne are my new tag team. Like I'm managing them now to fight Ricochet and Cedric. So it's cool. There's a step um, of the feud. No, no, where this all really needs to lead is, you know, the new like. Los Ingobernables stable that Andrade's leaving, leading, uh, and then need to have surprise debut of fucking Moose to be Cedric Cachet, <laughs> Moose, and Apollo Crews because they're all best friends. That's true, they are. Uh, just to have them be a stable. That'd be great until like the people confuse like uh, Moose and Apollo. That happens well, to this day still. Moose is twice as tall. It's true, and not as, as long as. Not as jacked. Not as jacked, but twice as tall. He's a stretched out Apollo. Yeah. Um, then they do the fucking whole contract signing. It was it was fine. Like I think Drew's really, really good and he's been excelling at okay. this too. Good. And he said that like uh he said shit before uh Chuck Taylor's been able to. So he said shit on the uh, yeah, I, I still love that. Very What's rude. going on. They fucking censored Chuck Taylor last week. Is that why is that why Kevin Owens tweeted like he said, what? Maybe. Okay. Okay. But then who knows, Kevin? So it's gonna be cool. Like with that, I think that match is gonna be really good. Uh, Buddy Murphy like kind of like showed back up and realigned himself with Seth. So that That's was cool, guy, buddy. And then he fucking ate a claymore right to the bush, and like the camera angle they had was so cool. Like that's one thing that they've been able to do is like they don't have like the exact same camera that they've had for fucking 20 years. Well, and they don't have to show the crowd all the time. Yeah. And like, they can edit shit together and like have cool angles. And like, it looked like drew fucking like knocked out all of buddy's teeth. It was just, it looked brutal. You know what angles they can't have anymore though is Kurt. Since he got fired (laughs) or Eric or Karen. Um, any of them. It is. Karen, maybe like she still has a job. Never mind. No, Jared still has a job. They could get Karen. (laughs) <laughs> it is interesting to think about like the different like the editing team gets to have a little more fun than they used to yeah like and mm, then kind of but they're also probably under the most stress of all time <laughs> yeah that's true and then also um 
Jerry Lawler just was out for that segment, but Samoa Joe took his place. I Sick. think uh, I think they got some pretty good backlash with the uh, comments he made. Fucking the ramen noodle moonsault that yep. he, or whatever he called it. Uh, and his fucking like, did you hear his excuse? Like, yeah, his- which is like it's legit. It's like one percent true and ninety nine percent bullshit. Well, what's like, his excuse? I'm basically saying that like he doesn't have the chemistry with the people that he was commentating with, um, like he does with like Cole. Or like in the past of JBL, like where he says some dumb shit in character and they shoot him down, um, which is true of King's character. But at the same time, that one that is still a shitty thing to say. And yeah, you two, can say other like, stupid stuff. Yeah, and then too, like he still never apologized, like yeah. at all. Like he just said, like uh, he basically put the onus for his racist bullshit on Byron. And um, Tom Phillips. Yep. He's like, oh, they should have called me out. Wasn't. I thought Byron left for a minute. Is he just he back? For a bit. Okay. Byron, I like and, Byron. Byron and Tom were both gone. Oh, yeah, weird. Tom was just doing NXT UK weird. for a while. And, and yeah. I, I, I like him Joseph. Both. Is Cole not doing anything? Cole's on SmackDown. Okay. Okay. And That's then, the A show. Who was doing and then it's Tom and Byron mostly on NXT, right? Right Joe now. And- right now it is, yes. Oh yeah. It's it's revolving door. Yeah. It's just everywhere. interesting that like when I actually like take the time to actually think about who's speaking, whose voices I'm hearing. But yeah, I hope Joe just replaces Lawler forever. Fuck him. I think he will. I think he should win a match to become the new king. <laughs> That's how Macho Man became king through by winning a match. Like winning did a match, he, it wasn't King of the Ring tournament. So did he beat uh, Haku or did he beat Harley Race? He beat Haku, who beat Harley Race. There it is. Oh, that's some good stuff there. Yeah. Um, anything else Macho from wrestling king. we wanna we wanna discuss? Um, aside from the, um, picture, not the picture, the questions that we have. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to know your thoughts on who do you think the MVPs are right now of this era for WWE? We'll just go main roster because like. Oscar's Os- <laughs> yeah. well, the first one that comes to my mind, but. From, from what I've seen, uh, Sasha Bailey. Asuka, I think Buddy Murphy is having a really good showing. I mean, the fact, but this was all before the quarantine stuff. I mean, that whole, it was like, that was him with Roman, right? That was a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But like, he's still prominent, which I think is saying something good for him. Um, He's still kind of showing up. Yeah. Um, I would say the women's division in general is like, Really, really embracing, like embracing this opportunity. Yeah, Kabuki Warriors come to mind. Um, Drew, Drew Mac. I almost called him Drew Galloway. <laughs> Drew McIntyre is doing a really good job of kind of being the leader, and then mm-hmm. like the Andrade, Zelina, Austin Theory. That's incredible. They, yeah, they Go Bernabe's day quarantine. <laughs> yeah, they, they are like I said, like ten, twelve segments of Raw. Yeah, I think they're doing a fantastic job. Um, then like Artist Collective versus Brian and Gulak, like 
those five are doing so good too. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Otis it was the main storyline. The main storyline people were talking about, at least on SmackDown, for a while. Yeah, uh, yeah. Otis and Mandy, and so like Sonya, like that whole now Sonya, yeah, being thrown in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I think MVP coming back is like also kind of adding another little flair because um, it's gonna help give guys like Apollo the rub, who's like his last few weeks been stepping up. I mean, this was like some of the best usage of Apollo. Like even with this injury angle, it seemed like. I don't know if it's real or fake either. Mm-hmm. And so it's becoming compelling. Ratings are down. They're going to be down. Mm-hmm. They don't have top big stars yet, but this is what happens if you keep building with these with these guys and these girls and you keep just going and going. When stuff starts getting normal again, they're going to be like, oh, shit, these are the guys that were killing it, and these are the guys who were on my TV. I want to mm-hmm. root for them. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'll say I think hands down – least valuable like and like just has not stepped up like he should is fucking braun oh i keep forgetting he's universal champion yeah same here wait universal he's the brock champion yes or yeah well no that's because universal remember that went to smackdown because remember the blue belt Mm -hmm. it was bright Bray beat Seth. So Seth beat Brock for it. Bray beat Seth. Goldberg, Goldberg beat, beat yep. Bray. And then Braun beat Goldberg. Uh, Goldberg. Correct. Okay. So that's not the uh, Brock. Yeah, one. He's, yeah, he is totally just like, who gives a shit yeah. right now? Yeah. It sucks, like, because, like, he, I, I want good things for him, you know, as a character. Like, it's not his fault that they waited two years, like, like after when they should have. They waited you know? to do it until Roman couldn't be there. Yeah, and then <laughs> waited another year and a half after that <laughs> for the next time he couldn't be there. God. Because if they had just, if they had, when Roman relinquished the title when he left for leuke- his leukemia. It was Braun versus Brock in, what, in Saudi Arabia for that belt. If Braun had beat Brock then, he would have been fine. Yeah. He would have oh, been yeah. reheated immediately. But... Well, and that's when they he turned literally, like, like Because he was like a heel randomly. Again. And then he turned face and said, I'm doing this for Roman, and then lost. Yeah, yeah. You well, like, you should have just won. They could have ran with it and see what happens. And also, who did he beat? Who did Braun beat? He beat Goldberg. Goldberg. Oh, yeah. The worst match imaginable. I was thinking still he beat Sammy. So, but no, so Sammy, Sammy beat, beat him. him. Yeah, yeah. Sammy beat him. So, like, him beating Goldberg is not a big deal. Like, Goldberg's old. It's a big deal in wrestling because, like, Goldberg's Goldberg. Like, they, yeah. Since he came back after his, like, initial WWE run, they've treated him really well. Yeah. Yeah, it's just I don't know. Yeah, so Braun with is the slammy. They're in love. Wait, am I doing this right? This is according to my computer. <laughs> All right, let's answer some questions from Doctor Blurk. Also, yes, yes, Bryson, I am having a good day. Thank you. Um, have you ever? got in a fist fight 
Have you have any of y'all gotten a fist fight? Um, I've never gotten in like a fist fight. I have like I did punch a dude at a bar like right after I turned twenty one. I was seeing um my friend invited me to go see Foster the People at the Reef when before they were big. Ooh. Mm. Like they're playing the Reef. Um, Shows that the Reef are weird and I hate them. And this guy and his girlfriend were just like grinding up on each other and kept like, that's fine. Do you do you? But they kept like taking up, getting closer and closer to me and taking all of my space. Mm -hmm. So I literally just like put my, like just extended my hands to like get a little bit space back. Mm -hmm. And the guy like turned to me and was just like, and then shoved me. And I just instinctually like punched him. (laughs) back <laughs> and my friend who I was there with um is like six six and like big dude works for bodybuilding.com and obviously works out and immediately literally grabbed that dude by the shoulders and carried him the stairs of the reef and just like deposited him for me and security <laughs> let us stay and kicked him and his girlfriend yeah. out so hell yeah that's um i was in karate for 10 years so i was in fifth fights three times a week <laughs> um we're not, we're not talking karate. about that um I actually have not. Um one time in Which is surprising with how much shit you used to talk. Oh yeah, I was really good at avoiding things. <laughs> um I should have had the shit I almost got the shit kicked out of me by a bunch of metalcore bands from Boston once, so that was a uh, bad move. I, that's when I learned my lesson. <laughs> um when I'm broken wings is not on your side. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, and, and also, like, you don't want to get in a fight because, like, what if things go too far and you end up in a Con Air situation because your body's a weapon from all those years of karate? It's true. That's true. Um, I did punch my my church bully once, whose kid now goes to my mom's daycare, which is Ooh. weird. But um, he... Punch, did you punch them, too? <laughs> yeah, I punched his, punch his children. Um, no, he put me in a headlock once. And I was like, Daniel, if you don't let go of me, I'm going to punch you in the face. And that's just, I said it just like that. And he didn't. So I punched him in the face and then he went and tattled on me. And my youth pastor took me into You're like, damn, Daniel, <laughs> this was bef- way before that. My Sorry. youth pastor, my youth pastor took me into the, into a room. And he was like, did you, Uh-oh. did you really? <laughs> Well, I mean, it was your old boss, so. Um, oh shit! <laughs> that Joe. Yeah, he he was like, "Did he you?" Also re- was like my kind of old boss. Too. <laughs> oh yeah, teleperformance. Yeah. He was like, "Did you really punch Daniel in the face?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Good, he fucking had it coming." Except he didn't say "fucking" clearly. Um, actually, he probably he's would. Like, now, now let me talk to you about how cool Steve Jobs is. <laughs> No, what he said was like, okay, now pretend that we had like some heated conversation and that you're in trouble. <laughs> it was sick. Okay. Nice. All right. That's probably watched- the coolest thing I've ever heard of Joe Oliver. <laughs> yeah. I've watched you get into some fights, you say. I didn't throw fisticuffs that one you saw. That's true. That's very true. I did choke somebody and <laughs> pull him up a wall. How scary. Really ro- just Roddy Piper them. Yeah, I just grabbed them, pushed them up a wall, and then I just start saying, Isa, you're hurting me. <laughs> Don't talk shit about my friends, especially to them. Yeah. That was a weird day. Um, okay, so first one I've gotten into was I was like five How many or six. of these in... How, oh, wow. Um, 
my cousin who's like i think out of prison now he um used to like be like a little asshole and like i never would do anything i was told not to like punch or anything then my dad was fine like hey if he comes at you like just hit him and so he did and so i apparently just like he was like picking on me and so i just like lit him up (laughs) and then my grandma and my uncle and aunt stopped talking to us for a long time (laughs) And so then from there, like, I didn't really you get into fights. were five? Jesus. Yeah. Well, my dad was a pro boxer. Yeah. And so then I was in boxing for a long time. And so, like, people, like, in Caldwell kind of knew, like, hey, this guy, like, did that. So I never got into fights in school. Um, that and I was, like, generally kind of liked. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Didn't go look for fights. Um, one of my first, like, fights after I was, like, older was at fucking it's called the big easy and i was just trying to watch poison the well mm-hmm. and this drunk guy just kept like fucking throwing beer like up in the air and i just like walked over like dude stop like just fucking stop like you're just throwing beer all over me i didn't drink that either yeah and then he was like it's even but even now i drink alcohol i don't want beer on no, my clothes i, I was literally just, just catching your watch- mouth and that's not in your clothes <laughs> i was just trying to watch poison the well and like he was just being an asshole and shadows follows play you can I tell that's who he was my headphones for. out <laughs> and so like he was like what are you gonna do and like kind of tossed it like in my face and so i just punched him and then he fell and then like got dragged <laughs> off by his friends the next one was at another show I so none these- of none of these involved novo this one does. Okay, okay, good. So no, Novo's fucking moshing, and some guy comes over, like, and just starts, like, choking him. Like, I don't know. It was, like, an August Burns Red show, so you get some, like, weird bros that, like, wouldn't normally go to shows, and so he was, like, what's happening? Like Just getting him. down to Barbarian? Hell, yeah. <laughs> like, he just, like, goes and grabs uh, Novo and, like, puts him in, like, a headlock and tries to, like, choke him out for some reason, and then, like... We pull him apart, and then he says some shit to me, so I punch him, and then he falls over and gets dragged off by his friends. <laughs> and then the next one was somebody was, like, purposefully hitting me, like, at a show, and I just told him to knock it off, and they're like, what are you going to do about it? So then I punched him, and then they fell. And was then, it anyone Anyone we know? No, I never oh, saw okay. him again. Oh, and I got, it's a rando mosher? Yeah, I got kicked out of that show, and then, like, they had fucking Utila kilt, like, Escort him to his car because he was afraid of me. <laughs> oh fuck! I haven't thought about Utilicult for a minute. And so, like, it was just funny. Then, like, he came back over and he's like, "Come on, man! You can't be throwing punches!" Like, dude, that guy like called me on and was mm-hmm. like threatening to hit me. So I just hit him. And then the it wasn't a fist fight, but um, <laughs> me and foot Miguel, fight. Me and Miguel almost got into a fight once with Oster there. <laughs> yeah. I, Miguel was I've heard about talking, that one. Yeah, he's just talking a lot of shit. And, like, Booster is a bit of an instigator, but, like, at the same time, like, then Miguel gets in my face about it. Well, and, like, Miguel was very, very, very drunk. Yeah. And so, like, I'm like, dude, I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to fight you. And he gets in my face. And then, like, I just push him away and his glasses fall and he tries to, like, call me on. And then I just snap and I grab him by the throat and I just, like, hold him up the wall. I told him if he did that to me again, I was going to, like, knock his lights out and then. It was fine from there. Yeah, it was just scary. Um, That's a long answer. Um, I've been in a couple scraps, I guess. (laughs) Um, What are the top three dipping sauces for chicken? Um, I love barbecue sauce with chicken. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I love buffalo sauce with chicken. Mm-hmm. And I love when you mix the two together. <laughs> Those are both very good. I like to mix barbecue and fry sauce. I've never done that. I don't like, you like that, that campfire sauce. Mm. Um, of course, my number one cane sauce. Have you ever had finger looking good sauce from KFC? I haven't. I don't know that I have. It's surprisingly good. And I don't like like that kind of sauce. I'm more of a hot sauce, barbecue sauce kind of guy. But I mm. tried it. I'm like, oh, that's ain't bad. Hmm. Yeah. Number one, cane sauce. Number two, buffalo sauce. Number three, hot barbecue from from Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm. I'm also a big fan of blue cheese. Hell yeah, blue cheese in general. Blue cheese rips. But I forgot also. So barbecue, barbecue and fries sauce, pretty good. Barbecue and blue cheeses. Asian zing from Buffalo Wild Wings and blue cheese is a very good combination. Um, I love, uh, I, I, I really like like teriyaki chicken and like teriyaki mm-hmm. chicken wings. I'll never order them, but if like there's like a plate of them, oh, I'll yeah. down, down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but also at McDonald's for chicken nuggets, I will only, I only like their barbecue and their sweet and sour because I've realized I only, I, Eat McDonald's a lot, but it's only for nostalgic purposes. And if I, you know, like, okay, so like McDonald's, it's not, it it is of a certain quality, but Mm -hmm. it's always of that certain quality. Yeah, yeah. And if that's what I say about Chili's, if Chili's or Starbucks, like Starbucks, it's not great coffee, but you know exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. Like, if I Chili's, you get like a seven every time, no more, no less. (laughs) Oh, I've gotten less before. Um, but if you didn't I de- order your burger good, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> if I deviate from the menu at McDonald's, I'm always disappointed. <laughs> I only get like four things. Chicken McGriddles though. Rip. Fuck. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm about, about it. Last question. What non cereal food mascot would you fuck? Hmm. Non cereal food mascot. Hmm. For some for some reason, the first person that came to mind was the Jolly Green Giant. That's the first one that came to my mind, too. Interesting. But I wasn't, like, I forgot about, like... I was trying to think of, like, mascots. I'm like, well, was Jolly Green Giant, but... I, you know, I wasn't I wanna... thinking fast food mascots. Yeah. Um, I fuck the chili from Chili's. Get that spicy dick. What about... Uh, I'm trying to think of, like, who's, like... Who are these mascots? Like, I don't know. Uh, there's Ronald. There's the there's bird. A- there's Hamburglar. I bet there's, me and the Hamburglar would have a good time. There's the king from Burger King. That's scary. That's scary. I, that's some freaky ass shit. <laughs> um, there's Jack from Jack in the Box. Uh, there's KFC guy. It's Colonel Sanders. Oh, fuck Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Which iteration? Dolph Ziggler? Um, Norm MacDonald. <laughs> Hell yeah. Ric Flair. Ric Flair. <laughs> um... Wow, remember when Enzo was trying to fuck the chicken? <laughs> oh God! Um, let's see. I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying to think of other food mascots that aren't cereal related. Uh, there's Mrs. Butterworth. Oh, I bet she's. That's right, probably nice. it. Yeah, I mean, I can't think of anything. Newman, I, uh, Newman's own. <laughs> fuck Newman. <laughs> Paul Newman. Paul Newman. Yeah, probably. Um, uh, Mrs. Fields. Which Newman? Which Newman? Like which like weird which weird disguise do you want him wearing? Is it gonna None be of the racist ones? Is it gonna be popcorn Newman, pasta sauce Newman? 
There's Chester I almost Cheetah. said race car Newman, but then I remembered how he died. Oh, there's the Robin from Red Robin. Is um, it a Robin? Yeah. Yeah, there's an actual it Robin. Up. There's yeah, Chucky. I mean, I, yeah, Charles Entertainment Cheese. Yeah, Charles Entertainment That's Cheese. That's who I'd really fuck. Um, in high school, I dated someone who was actually the Robin. So I can't oh, say that okay. one because <laughs> that's that's yeah that'd be weird horrible person. I'm a fuck Chuggy Cheese. Yeah, Charles and yeah, me and Derek can both get down on Charles. <laughs> um, I can't think of any like any other ones. I almost said Wendy from Wendy's, but I that's remember weird. Back, she's a real person and a child. I guess. Well, I mean, she was an adult. You can yeah. fuck Dave Thomas. <laughs> he, he fucks Dave Thomas. Fucks those uh. Polygon video said so. <laughs> it's true. Dave Thomas fucks. God, Brand Slam. I might have to dip back into some Brand Slam. Yeah, I've been trying to find like funny things that I kind of watch and stuff, so I'm going to watch that again. Um, I guess we'll go with Mrs. Butterworth. That was always like a treat for me to get when I was eating pancakes as a kid. <laughs> that or Dave Thomas. Like, yeah. Oh, there's Uncle Ben from The Rice. That's oh, racist. Fuck, I, I buy <laughs> That's the brand, though. <laughs> This is Butterworths might be too. Yeah, yeah, so it's probably. Like Aunt Jemima too. Yeah, I just thought of another one. <laughs> um, let's see. I can't. Like, I wish there was like some like shitty like fucking like mascot uh, for like Natty the Light. The whole California Raisins gang. <laughs> that's the one. That's my oh, nightmare. That's, fuck- that's my I- fucking nightmare. I think it might be racist too. There's a lot. <laughs> they sing James oh, Brown no. and look like they do. God, well, it's because, like, yeah, fuck, it's like the 80s and shit. Like, yeah. Shit like that still existed. Mm. Oh, Trick's Funny. Nope. Trick's Funny. Trick's Funny, that's good. Nope, that's breakfast. Cereal. Cereal. Chester Um, Cheetah. Chester Cheetah. Oh, fuck, yeah. Cheetah's dude. I bet he fucks cool. Yeah, um, I'm going with actually the the Starbucks siren. Ooh. Ooh. That's a good one. Lure me in and murder me. I mean, on the high seas. I do have a weird dream of fucking a mermaid. That's why I. Drown me with that burn coffee. (laughs) <laughs> that's why i watch the lighthouse a lot yeah i'll i'll take chester you take uh you take Starby. starbucks uh, you say, yeah. butterworth. What you want? butterworth those are our official answers <laughs> what a weird Matt, question let us know <laughs> Matt, let us know in the comments um well yeah that's it um Wait, real quick subscribe yeah, real quick. Um, don't forget that Dennis Robin is in the NWO. Um, I've been watching the last. Life. Also, watch the last dance because it's a very well done. And I love Scotty Pippen. Have you been watching that? Isai? I have not. Oh, oh, oh! What? I guess you don't care about that era of basketball as much as like Kobe Lakers. So that makes sense. No, I wanted to wait till I all came out so I could just watch them at once. That's it's smart because I am Jones in for more. Uh, the sec yeah. the second episode, Scotty Pippen stuff. Oof, it made me cry. Yeah, I wanted to um, kind of sit like like a whole Saturday and just be like, "This is what I'm doing." It's a good idea. If you want a if you want a better sports story, follow along me, Isai, and former recent guest Emma watching through uh, Dorktown by SB Nation's documentary about the Seattle Mariners. Oh yeah, it's wonderful. It's, yeah, holy fuck! I think I, I might start that because I love do sports it. documentaries, and I am the last um, dance is only once a week. John Boys it was already like my favorite content creator. He like he hits a very specific like niche that is one hundred percent me, 
Um, as far as the way he looks at stats and like weird dumb shit, like that people shouldn't like that. No one should care about enough to go into detail that he does in these videos. Um, but God, this series is so good already. The next episode is going to be about Ichiro. I try to tease about it. So. Go, go Ichiro as death cab made a song that said, (laughs) Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Well, thank you all for listening. Um, if you're watching the video, look at these things on the video. How do I, how do I point? I just, I don't know. I don't know where they are. Uh, grab it. Wait, um, you subscribe? Yeah. Uh, and WrestleBoys316 says, I wonder if Blur ever had song three. Isai Saldana. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs>